0: Tom King. It's good to be the king. Weekdays, noon to three on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Yes! Yes! And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. It's Christian and King. Questions before we proceed.
1: back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire. It's your final hour here on the program. Nice to have you with us this afternoon. It's a rainy afternoon here in southern New Hampshire. We're coming to you live on uh, ESPNNH.com, also on TuneIn, and also on Periscope. So if you're listening or watching or doing both, thank you very much, and uh, we appreciate it. Um, Tom has to leave. Soon. As a token of our appreciation to you, Tom will be leaving. <laughs> He also may stop texting and put his headphones on. I'm not on texting.
2: You know what I'm doing? St-
1: no, I don't. But I know you're not I, participating in the show very yes, much. Yes, I am.
2: I'm looking at our picks. Oh. So I could tell you what I uh, how it ended up. All right. I think I. No. See you didn't. You, the you, Giants. Yeah,
1: you lost it. Then how are they plus one hundred on the money? I line? don't know,
2: but they were they were giving the Bengals two and a half. I took the Bengals. All right. You know, and the Giants won, so I got a win-win. That's true. You do. Yep.
1: Um, all right. Well, then let's uh, go over them then here. I, I, we already did the the main ones yesterday. Right. So we only night.
2: had the one. So basically, all right. So Atlanta, Atlanta, Chicago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, Tampa, Chicago. See, I don't have my glasses on. Tampa, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> They're in the back. Denver. I won that. So that's two. Yeah. I won the first three. All right. Yeah. In the National Football League. I that won the first three. That's National Football I know. All right. You won the Jets, okay? I won the Jets? Uh, No, did I? Yes, because I picked the Jets, you picked the Rams. So that's three to one. I picked the first three, so it's three to one. And then I won the Cowboys with their big comeback win. Now we're getting points anyway. Then the next one is Seattle Patriots. You won that. Mm Mm-hmm. So you won two. So I won the week five to two. We had seven differences. Okay. So I win five to two. So I picked up three games. So now the deficit is down to a, dare I say, manageable 15. (laughs) Manageable
1: 15. That's still two touchdowns, my friend.
2: But if I can get three more next week, it would be down to 12 games with five weeks. To play, there's six weeks to play. Six weeks to play.
1: Still a lot of football left to be played. A lot. A lot of games left to be played.
2: Football. A lot of games. A lot of action. A lot of upsets.
1: I just need one more good week, and I pretty much beat you, though.
2: You won't get it.
1: I know, but all I need is one. You won't get it. That's what you said
2: two years ago. I was never up by three three years ago. ago. No, that's true. You're up by nine with about a a three weeks left.
1: I can still blow it. It's entirely possible. It is. It is. It is. But I
2: don't think I'm going through this time. So there you go. So I'm making some inroads. I finally get a good week mm-hmm. in the National Football League.
1: There you go. There you Thanks have to it. the
2: New York Giants last night. Good for them. Oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, Bill Belichick, did you see the Jabal Sheard quotes?
2: Uh yes about uh playing time and matchups yeah. and things like that?
1: Jabal Sheard was basically benched minutes. much in the same way that Jamie Collins was and much in the same way too
2: oh, it was that worse. Logan Ryan was. It was worse than Collins.
1: Logan Ryan got benched not really. I mean it's in that last game that Collins played and he only played in about 40 snaps. Yeah, now I'm, this is that's that's worse. I'm You're looking right. at minutes.
2: The minutes were worse. The with, minutes were worse was Sheard, yeah. Cuz
1: so. Sheard only played about 16 That's I think. Uh, I said yeah. 16 minutes. It so that is worse. pretty bad. Yep. But it sort of seems like, and I don't know what to what to attribute this to, but between Jamie Collins, Jabal Sheard, Malcolm Butler, and Logan Ryan, I'm going to leave Dante Hightower out of this for right now, between all of those guys who are all in contract years, None well, of them are playing uh, well. Butler I don't really look at as a contract. Okay, kid, but he but technically he is. is. Yeah, he technically is. He's not yes. playing well. Uh, this is a year where people are going to be looking at him and considering if they want to pay him, you know, down the road. He's not playing going.
2: well, but he's playing better than anybody else at his position on that team. On that
1: team, sure. Right. And
2: that's what you want him to do, right? But now. But
1: that's not necessarily what I'm what I'm getting at. Yeah, what I know. I'm saying is that these he's are not elite.
2: contract years.
1: Right. Yeah, Even yeah. if these guys aren't elite players, this is the year where you go all out. You know what I mean? Like this is the year where you're really trying to to make a name for yourself and show everybody and what not you can do. It. Yeah,
2: they're not doing And they're
1: not. It. Jabal Sheard is not. I mean, these guys, Logan Ryan, Jamie Cott, like, these well, guys Jabal just aren't, not Jabal Sheard was doing it.
2: deemed expendable by the Browns. Jabal Sheard is, you know, maybe not Well, overall. last year,
1: what did everybody tell me? Yeah, Don't he, worry about Chandler Jones, Christian. We got Jabal Sheard. Jabal
2: Sheard, Sheard yeah. No, I, didn't, I didn't think that Sheard was going to make any difference. I just think that they were going to try to do schemes. He was good last ways. year. So he was, was He was really good he last good. year. He was good. He was good, but he's not playing as well. Teams figure you out, you know? Mm -hmm. Teams figure you out. They have film. They figure you out. You're good for a year like that, and then you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, you're in trouble, Yeah, you know? And and teams are, you know, I hate to say it, but teams are able to figure these things out. Right. That's what happens.
1: Belichick says, uh, if one player's numbers are a little higher and the others are a little lower, it's the same question that you just asked, but change the players' names around, and it's a weekly question. Again, there are a lot of things that go into our decision-making, game plans, matchups, the way the game unfolds, the type of game it is, which we could talk about a number of different things that fall into the category. <laughs> in the Still end, good. we play the players we feel like give us the best opportunity in any given situation in any particular game. Now, in this particular game, Trey Flowers got all the snaps, right, and he sacked Russell Wilson twice. Right. So, okay, fine, hand it on
2: over but to Trey Flowers, Trey Flowers well.
1: and that's great. But is Trey Flowers the guy that's going to take this defense to the next level? I don't think so. I mean... No,
2: but keep an eye on his playing time next week. Keep an eye on it. Great. See what happens. You know? He makes a mistake, you may not get as much time. hmm
1: But I think the fact that your guys in contract years, who you were counting on, I think, to really make this defense something special this season, are getting beat out by Trey Flowers. I mean, it's, you know, like, this is...
2: That should happen. Mm-hmm. That should happen. Guys in contract years? Trey Flowers, forget the contract years, she was a veteran, right? Flowers isn't. True. Flowers was drafted and signed and whatever to take the place of a veteran at some point. That is the natural order of the NFL. Boy, it sounds so logical. Year, awesome.
1: well, yeah, year and a half into yes. his, not even well, yeah, uh, year and a half into
2: his. Yeah, you got to see these guys by the second or third. Well, then year. who
1: replaces Chris Long and who replaces Rob Nickerson? Oh, Long's he's, he's a bust. Gone, Long's else, Long is a bust. Yeah. Long
2: is a bust. Long was brought in. Be- Long he was brought Long was brought in because they don't have Jones. Hmm. They had the opening. They brought in Long. Long's not very good. I watched him a lot the other night. He spun. He danced. He did everything he tried could try to do. He just can't get there in time. They pick him up easily. So, maybe you'll have a breakout game. Again, one of these guys is going to have a big game against these bad teams, and they're going to look good, and everybody's going to be feeling great about it. Yeah. You know? So. All right. All right. Adios, amigo. See you later, Tom. Yep. Tom has to go
1: watch some guy talk about golf or something. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. you got to go to north. Some guy is going to go play golf. and
2: going to go golf down south where it's nice and warm. Something, and yeah. smart because he'll you know, get a good education, and I'll be working for him someday.
1: Indeed won't we all all right Tom King's out of here I'm still here uh and we'll be here until three o'clock Jimmy Murphy coming up with the stretch run at 3 p.m. until 6 and uh that's what's going on for the rest of the day here on ESPN New Hampshire uh wanted to uh delve a little bit into some of the some of the thoughts I guess that people are having not just about the Patriots but sort of the the playoff chase and and what's coming up here with the with their path and where, where they'll be going. And and I look at the AFC West, There's three teams there with seven wins in the AFC West right now. Raiders, Chiefs, and the, and the Broncos all have seven wins, as do the Patriots. Patriots are 7-2. and two. Now, the conventional wisdom here would be, well, those teams all have to keep playing each other, and they're going to beat each other up, and, you know, the Patriots just have to keep playing these ass-bag AFC East teams and the 49ers and the Rams. And a couple of good teams in there, too. Denver and, and Baltimore, I think, are going to be tough uh, tough games for them. But even say they lose two of those games. I think the worst we're looking at here is a 12-4, and four, right? Maybe. Maybe throw in one of those Dolphins, uh, the, the Dolphins game. A J.J., John J.J.J. <laughs> I refuse to learn his name. Because, I don't know, he's a good running back. And the Patriots aren't stopping the run. So maybe throw that one in too. That game at the very end of the year. But other than that, Niners, Jets, Rams, Jets, Dolphins. That type of schedule to end the season? You have to think this team is on the inside track, right? You have to. And I think that overall... The road to thirteen and three is still pretty much alive. Do I think they can beat Baltimore? The Chiefs left have Tampa Bay, Denver, Atlanta, Oakland, Tennessee, Denver again, and the Chargers. That's an opponents' record of forty and twenty-eight. The Patriots' remaining opponents' record is twenty-eight and thirty-eight. It's a four twenty-four percentage. The Chiefs is uh, five eighty-eight opponent's record winning percentage if the chiefs make it out of here then they are absolutely deserve every bit and i think you know in a weird way they might even be the favorites some people might look at them and think well look what they had to do to get there the raiders have to play the texans panthers bills chiefs chargers colts and broncos those teams have a record right now of 35 and 30 combined and the Broncos, listen to this: the Broncos remaining have the chiefs at seven and two, the Jaguars at two and seven, Titans at five and five, Patriots at seven and two, chiefs at seven and two, Raiders at seven and two. That is a combined opponent's record of 35 and 20 for a 636 percentage. And I got to tell you, even as as shaky as I think Trevor Simeon has looked at times this year. I think Denver could plow right through that. I really do. They're still the king of the mountain in the AFC West until someone knocks them off. It hasn't happened yet. And I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders look good. I think the Chiefs look good. Chiefs are one of the hottest teams in football. They've won uh, five games in a row. The hottest team in the AFC. Raiders look great. And they're terrific on the road. But the Broncos are still they are still uh, in charge there until someone knocks them off, and that has not yet happened. So when I look at the remaining schedules of those three teams, I still see the Broncos coming out on top. They have the hardest road record-wise uh, in opponents' records, but I still think they probably have the best uh, opportunity to go through that. The Patriots, though, opponents' records, uh, 424 winning percentage. Out of all the teams that are in the playoff picture right now, that's the worst. The Dolphins are, are next, and that, and theirs is slightly better. 28-35-1. Because they still have to play the Cardinals. But other than that, that's a 438 winning percentage. Patriots is 424. I think this is pretty much setting the scene for another Patriots-Broncos-AFC championship game. And at this point, you just want to hope that it's in New England. Because I don't think I can stomach another one of those games in Denver. I don't even think I can stomach this game in the next month in Denver. I am so tired of this team having to play Denver in Denver every single bleeping year. It's, uh, it's next month. The 18th. I mean, come on. Can they please make that team come to New England once in a while? Always in Denver, it seems like. And I live there, so I, you know, I lived through it. <laughs> that was the worst, too. It's great being a Patriots fan. It was tough being a Patriots fan in Denver from 05 to, like, 09. Because the Broncos beat them every year. I mean, they really did. And this wasn't even the same regime. It wasn't even the same coaches. It wasn't the same coaches, the same quarterback, the same anything. It was Mike Shanahan and Jake Plummer and Rod Smith and all those guys way back in the day. Javon Walker. You know, now it's a totally different regime, different quarterbacks, different defense, different everything. And for whatever stupid reason, it's still the same house of horrors for Bill Belichick when he goes there. And I know people say, oh, it's the altitude. It's not the altitude. It's something else. You don't get out-coached by the altitude. But it seems like whoever the coach is, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels outfoxed Bill Belichick in Denver in, uh, I think, '09. If that doesn't tell you all you need to know about how snake-bitten the Patriots are when they go to Denver, Belichick lost the game to Jake Plummer. Uh, not Jake Plummer. Jake Cutler and the Broncos, coached by Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniel pulled out some stuff that Bill had never seen before. That's just what happens when he goes to Denver. <laughs> I just, I cannot explain it. But it remains a irrefutable truth. Texter says, check the tapes on Rodney Harrison. He was a great hitter only when the receiver or running back was already being held or tackled by somebody else. He was captain late hit Harrison. Ah, uh, Okay. I guess there's an argument to be made there. You don't get to the you don't get soaring to the top of these dirtiest player in the league polls every year unless you're doing something a little untowards. And uh, I think a lot of Patriots fans sort of look the other way when Rodney got here because he was so good. But you know, there's some things the HGH suspension and and I don't know since he's since he's become a commentator, he picks some really interesting fights, doesn't he? Going after Steve Smith and. Saying Kaepernick's not black, and he just you know he's been so. Rodney, I like Rodney, but Rodney's always been kind of a weird guy. You know, he's always sort of had this. He seems normal, you know, but then you just see him like break down crying. You know, just in the middle of the, during the game, he just gets so emotional, scream, tears running down his face. Then you see him; he's an analyst, he's talking, he's saying, he just seems like he's normal. Normal with his analysis. And then all of a sudden, well, Colin Kaepernick's not even black. Wait, wait a minute. Rodney. Right? First of all, yes, he is. <laughs> second of all, who cares? You know? It's, you, you can make a statement whether you're black or not. You know? Like, it was a very, uh, he's, I don't know. I like Rodney. But I understand why people don't. Let me put it that way. Texas says, since you two don't do your picks before the show, RK should have to pick first to give Tom King a chance. Listen, it's always been me uh, picking second. Always. And Kings won two out of the three years. I just happen to be kicking his ass this year. But that could be changing now. As you just heard, he made up some ground there. He made up the three games. I'm going to try and make sure that doesn't happen again. But it's always been like this. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes I'll do mine ahead of time. Sometimes I'll have in my head what I know my picks are, and then maybe I'll change them. And and it's no way of knowing that, obviously, because I like to sort of bounce off King and sometimes we get into a situation where I have to pick differences just to catch up to him hasn't happened much this year but it's happened in years past so I like to sort of keep it loose I like to keep it flexible but I don't see why that makes a big difference to any of the listeners and also Tom King always has a chance you know he's been alive for 185 years you don't do that without making the most of your chances in life although he may disagree (laughs) Uh, 603-883-9900 is your phone number, 883-9900. Quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com.
2: Celebrate twice the holiday season with Metro PCS. Right now, switch to Metro PCS and get two free Samsung Galaxy on five smartphones, sales tax not included. Plus, Metro PCS is on the 4G LTE T-Mobile network, so you'll have the nationwide coverage and fast speed to make the most of your two free smartphones. For a limited time, add a line to select plans and get eight gigabytes of data for only 30 bucks. Swing by Metro PCS and check two free Samsung Galaxy smartphones off your list. Metro PCS, wireless figured out.
4: An ESPN Radio Extra Point
0: with Dan Levitard and Stu Gatz.
3: The reason that that football felt so good is at least in part because the football's been so bad. Oh, no
4: doubt. I mean, you're, you're pointing to the 4 o'clock game, the 8 o'clock game. You had a number of good games in the in the 1 o'clock
3: games as well. The weekend was a good yeah. weekend of football, but one of the reasons you noticed it is because every weekend before there has been a cruddy weekend of football. Yep. And part of it is being plagued by this Carolina Panthers 20-play drive ends in a punt. You got a whole quarter of football. How, how long was that drive? 10 minutes?
4: Yeah, 10-plus minutes.
3: You got a whole quarter of football that's ending in a punt. <laughs> and and one of the teams being rewarded by playing that way is the Chiefs, who are now what? In their last 20 games in the regular season, 18-2? and two? They love that style. Alex Smith doesn't want to throw it down the field. I'm a service rep for Cintas, and I help businesses get ready, ready for the unpredictable workday, bad weather, a sudden fire, or a rush of customers. Syntas is your source for fresh mats, crisp uniforms, cleaning programs, safety solutions, and fire protection. Will you be ready today? Get started at Cintas.com. Cintas, ready for the workday. I'm ready for you. During the holidays,
4: identity thieves are thankful you shop online, book travel online, and use free public Wi-Fi because those activities can expose your personal information, which could lead to identity theft. Thankfully, there's LifeLock. We use proprietary technology to detect a wide range of identity threats. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But if there's a problem, LifeLock's U.S.-based specialists will work to fix it. Get 15% off through December 31st. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Mike15.
5: In Southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning
4: treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary
5: care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit nhoc.com for more information.
3: The Sports Blast. Let's say the season ended today, and they go to Toronto for one game playing in in the wildcard game. Who is your starting pitcher? David Price. Given how bad he's been this season, Dave, given how bad he's been in the playoffs in his entire career, you still go to Price? Yes. Why? Because he's the guy. Who has the best stuff in this starting rotation? Price. Thank you. That's all I need to know. One game, one day, who has the best stuff in your rotation? If it's David Price, that's your pitcher. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. TrySofi.com is the smart, easy way to save money on your student loans. Now they want you to know about the smart, easy way to save money on your credit card debt. That's with a TrySofi.com personal loan. If you're hardworking, in a good job, and have great credit, but you have credit card debt, a TrySofi.com personal loan with their low fixed rates and no fees is the smart alternative to credit cards. The national average interest rate on credit cards is over 15%. In most cases, you can cut your interest rate in half with SoFi. Find out how much you can save by going to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com. SoFi lends up to $100,000. Checking your rate will not affect your credit score. Go to TrySofi.com. Com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I dot com for low fixed rate personal loans with no application or origination fees. Terms, conditions, and state restrictions apply. California Finance Lender Law License Number 6054612. NMLS Number 1121636.
0: Christian and King. I have found two fine Americans who are willing to serve our nation. Christian and King. Weekdays from 12 to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire. Yeah.
1: Back Christian King. King's gone. But uh, I'm still here. And we are just talking about the Broncos and their defense. A certain member of the Broncos has to play some real defense right now. According to the Smoking Gun website, Von Miller has a sex tape. I repeat, Von Miller has a sex tape and he's trying like hell to make sure it doesn't come out. (laughs) Lawyers for the 27-year-old Miller petitioned a Los Angeles judge to issue a restraining order barring Miller's sex partner from selling or commercially exploiting the tape, which the woman filmed with her phone and reportedly offered to sell to Miller for $2.5 million. While the L.A. Superior Court action only lists the name Doe as plaintiff, the smoking gun has confirmed that Miller is the shrouded party Described as one of the most talented people at his craft in the United
0: States.
1: (laughs) And someone who is widely recognized as the world's best at his job. Man, everything's coming up Von Miller, isn't it? Even in this, even with this sex tape thing. They got to throw in there, he's the best in the world. Like, okay, well, all right. (laughs) I'll go ahead and release it then. Show you what else I'm the best in the world at. (laughs) In response to the court application, Judge Amy Hogue yesterday issued a temporary restraining order barring Elizabeth Ruiz, Miller's sex partner, from distributing, copying, or releasing the tape. The original November 8 filing was made by the General Counsel of Vanguard Sports Group, Miller's agent. You know why that's funny? Because that was Election Day. (laughs) The whole country's freaking out about Donald Trump, and Von Miller's got a whole other set of problems in his life. (laughs) Everyone's like, talking about, you know... The next president and the Senate and everything. How did he win Wisconsin? And Von Miller's over here trying to make sure his sex tape doesn't come out. (laughs) Man. I don't know. Von Miller's not married, right? I know he's like a weird guy. He has like a chicken farm or something. Pretty sure he's not married. He's not married. What's the harm? You know? If you didn't want this to happen, now, here's the thing. If she was taping it without him knowing she was taping it, that's pretty messed up. Elizabeth Ruiz, by the way, is um, not unattractive. Yikes. She does look like the type of girl that would tape you in private and then try and sell you the tape for $2.5 million, though. That does seem like something that would not be beneath her. Although that's one of very few things that appears has not been beneath her. Um, I don't know. As Chris Spaggs on Barstool so eloquently put it, you don't want to lose sponsors or have people see you bang in case it's hilarious in some way. But, oh, thank you. But, you know, if you're the guy, the the loss, I don't think it's it's sort of a pretty decent risk reward there. And even more importantly afterwards, you get to play the victim. You get to say, "Hey, I was just having a consensual encounter with a with a young woman and now she is exploiting me. Even the most angry of feminists would have to see the see the problem there, wouldn't you? I don't know much about this Elizabeth Ruiz. I can tell she takes care of herself. That's about it. But I don't know. I find the whole thing to be uh, very amusing, at the very least. Uh, Pretty amusing, no question. Your phone number here is 603-883-9900. Your text text line is 845-827-1250. Back to the... uh, Back to the LeBron James Phil Jackson beef for a second here with the posse thing. I read on Twitter sort of people's opinions on it, and it's pretty split. A lot of people like me saying, what, when did posse become a thing? And uh, people I'm reading on Twitter, if you just sort of search certain keywords, mostly it would appear African-Americans on Twitter sort of think, yeah, posse is a little, you know, there's a little something to that. Which I honestly what didn't didn't know that I didn't I wasn't aware of that, I didn't think posse would had a connotation. I thought posse was multi-racial. I didn't think there was any one thing to it. You remember, of course, the classic Sir Mix-a-Lot song "My Posse's on Broadway," and I didn't have any indication that that was a posse of black people, white people, anything. I figured that could have just as easily in 1986 or whenever that song came out been an indication of a multiracial gang in Seattle hanging out and just doing stuff on Broadway. That's the thing. My posse's on Broadway. The whole song is just about them hanging out on the street and being cool. I mean, there's nothing. There's no story. It's not like there's a message to it. You know, like uh, in in, uh, Baby Got Back, I mean, there was a real message there. And I'm not talking about I like asses. It was a whole thing about, you know, sort of different girls, different types and different nationalities and how they look and all that stuff. There's, there's actually a message to that song. People forget that. But uh, My Posse's on Broadway was just about a bunch of guys just being, you know, didn't really know that there was a, a serious racial aspect to it. <clears throat> but when I see people say that there is, I don't really need to hear too much. You see what I'm saying? Like, I didn't think that Posse had a thing to it. Because I've never had Posse be used to describe me and my friends in any kind of derogatory way. But if there are people out there who have that experience, you can't just say that's wrong. You can't think that. You can't think that this word means something because I say it doesn't. That's not how it works. It's not how language works, first of all. And it's not how people process things. You can't just tell them how to feel and what they should think. People are offended by by posse. Okay, I don't get it, but it's not necessarily my place to judge if that's worth getting offended or not over. You know? doesn't seem to me like it's, you know, posse. It's a group of people. But I do think that there's also this idea that, well, just because it doesn't offend me and because it's not a typically offensive thing to say doesn't mean that it's never been used in a way that can have a racial connotation to it. I mean, the word, (laughs) there's a lot of words like that. A lot of words that just on their own are fine. In a vacuum don't mean anything offensive. But you bring them back to the whole reason why these conversations come up in the first place. And yeah, they actually do. Some more than others, obviously. But I don't know. I don't think, and here's the thing. I I don't think that Phil Jackson meant it in that way. And I do think that's important. Did Phil Jackson mean to sort of marginalize all of LeBron's business partners and everything? And just call him positive? I don't think so. Maybe he did, but it just doesn't he doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. He strikes me as kind of this weird old hippie who, you know, has been around the game for decades and just sort of says whatever he's thinking, but he's not Someone who thinks mean things towards black people by any means. You know, like I never, he's never ever come off as that kind of guy. He's come off as the opposite, I think. So, you know, I think intent matters. The way you say things matters, not necessarily what you say, but how you say it. And I didn't actually hear this interview, so I don't know, exa- I, you know, I don't know what the inflection was. Oh, him and his posse needed another nut, you know. Every said, "Yeah, I needed another night for him and his posse," and I didn't think that made sense. Just those two different ways of saying it can make a world of difference in 2016. And I realize that this kind of sucks. Okay, this whole scenario, the whole reason, this whole conversation kind of sucks. But it's it's the truth. I mean, it's just the way things are now. And I don't know that you can that you can necessarily look to a guy like Phil Jackson and expect him to know all the rules in 2016 and how everything's supposed to be and what you're supposed to say and what offends who and who offends what. But when he comes out with something like that and and sort of says it, then, you know, you can't just marginalize. You can't just tell people, hey, you're not allowed to be offended by this because I don't think it's offensive. That's not how it works. And it shouldn't be how people look at it. What are you guys doing? (laughs) yeah, can can I do my show, please? Can do your show. Yeah, can you stop thinking around in here while I'm doing it? We're not yes, you are, and you're still continuing oh, to, please. There's a charger over there. You can use it if you want, but my God, let's move it along. Okay, go find them in the hallway. But I guess that's sort of where where I'm at with all of that. Phil Jackson tried to put a team together in New York. He tried to sort of start a thing there in the latter stages of his life, and it's really not going very well, you know? I don't know that I don't know that there's a huge subsect of people who would be offended by, even in the African-American community, and I'm not trying to speak for them. I'm just, you know, posse comes up. I don't necessarily think that's something that everybody immediately looks at, and, oh, you're just saying that because we're black. You know, there can be a white posse, there can be any kind of posse. You know, it's the way you say things and it's sort of the context that it's in. And I don't know, I mean, he was he was taking a shot at LeBron, no question. He was basically calling LeBron the big spoiled baby, but I don't think it was a racial thing. You know, he, he the, the entire quote, here's the quote. He goes, that was a slap in the face, but there were a lot of little things that came out of that. When LeBron was playing with the Heat, they went to Cleveland, and he wanted to spend the night. They don't do overnights. Teams just don't. So now Spolstra has to text Riley and say, what do I do in this situation? And Pat, who has Iron Fist rules, answers, you're the one. uh, You're on the plane. You're with this team. You can't hold up the whole team because you and your mom and your posse want to spend an extra night in Cleveland. Now, if he said it like that, okay. If he said you and your mom and your posse want to spend the night in Cleveland, you see what I mean? It's just, it's very... A very different inflection can mean an entirely different thing here in this. And I haven't heard it, so uh, maybe and, and maybe Maverick Carter didn't hear it. He just read it. I don't know either. But the overall point is that you can say things that are offensive without them necessarily being outwardly offensive. You can marginalize people or, or say things that have sort of a racial contingent to them without them being, you know, dictionary definition of racism. That's all. Another little piece of news, and I only say this because this was one of the few pieces of news that ESPN New Hampshire WGAM ever broke as a news-breaking organization. And now I can't remember if it was actually the news that broke or if he was the first person who was talked to after it happened. But Joel Hanrahan, remember Joel Hanrahan? He's going to be the closer for the Red Sox back in 2013. Uh, he got hurt. Andrew Bailey came in. He got hurt. Koji Uehara had the best season any closers ever had. And it only took three tries to figure that out. Joel Hanrahan announced uh, that he was retiring. This was yesterday, I want to say, on uh, MLB Network. He pitched nine games with the Red Sox and then succumbed to the Tommy John surgery just a month into the season. And ESPN New Hampshire on the home team with Matt Peralta, either broke the news of this or was the first media outlet to interview him. I can't remember if it was one or the other. But I do remember it was Joel Hanrahan, and it was because Matt knew his sister or something like that. It It was some weird kind of family connection. But that was, as long as I've been here, I think, and maybe even longer, one of the only scoops we ever really got with like the red side we've you know we've gotten things about it. high school and tom king obviously does a great job with with all his stuff there but in terms of like something that no one else had i think we were the first to to interview joel Hanrahan, and now he's retiring so uh happy trails joel Hanrahan. we'll remember you fondly here at espn new hampshire all right 603-883-9900 is your phone number i gotta go apologize to jimmy and uh jimmy and justin for yelling at him we'll be right back
0: you're listening to Christian and King on 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire.
4: All right, with NFL Network now on the West 1-1 Radio Network. The Bengals and Giants closed out the Week 10 schedule with the G-Men beating the Bengals 21-20 on Monday Night Football. New York quarterback Eli Manning finishing 28-44 of 44 for 240 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions as the Giants improve to 6-3, while Cincinnati, they fall to 3-5-1. and one. Manning is happy, and the G-Men, they've now won four straight contests.
3: Defense did a great job stepping up uh, there in the fourth quarter, getting pressure uh, on Andy Dalton, getting a couple sacks, and then for us to get the ball – And, yeah, to run out the clock, big-time football right there.
4: Cowboys owner Jerry Jones saying veteran quarterback Tony Romo will be active Week 11 and backup Dak Prescott. Dallas has won eight straight, their longest winning streak since 1977. Chicago Bears wideout Alshon Jeffrey has been suspended four games for violating the league policy on performance-enhancing drugs. And this has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network.
5: I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN.
4: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. ConsumerAccess.org. Number 3030.
5: President of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN.
4: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. and consumer access.
3: Let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda. Only 20 miles from Nashua, North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area. With Mazda 3s and Subaru Forester, both leaders in their class and a giant pre-owned inventory. To look at their weekly specials, give them a call at 888-805-1469 today. They're just a click away at BuyNorthEndMazda.com.
0: It's Sunday sit-down with Jared Scaley.
4: The salary cap is going through the roof. Insane. The money is going to be 10 times worse. Than what it is this year. So, yes, that contract was 15 a year, 15 and change a year. If that happened, if he signed that deal now, that's 20 a year because of where the salary cap's going. All right. Numbers are gonna be inflated. NBA fans are obscene, are gonna be obscene seeing some of the numbers that are gonna come out in the next yeah. couple years. And a lot of outrageous, and we're gonna talk about it on here. We're gonna talk everyone's gonna talk I mean, about it. The numbers are gonna be stupid.
0: Every Sunday from 11 to 1 on ESPN New Hampshire. You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
1: Christian and King, uh, King left, but, oh, thank you very much, as uh, the new incarnation of Salami on Twitter just said, Mix-a-Lot did have a white guy in the posse, Larry the white guy, people think he's funny, that's right, a real estate investor who makes a lot of money, I forgot about him, he was the white guy in the posse, which just goes to show, that maybe the the term has been warped and changed, but sir, the most famous song about posse that about a posse that I know, a posse, make that very clear. There was a white guy in the posse. Just saying, just saying. Um, I got a funny can I finish for you coming up here. The Southern Illinois uh, basketball coach Barry Hinson, uh, freaking out because people left the game early. It's pretty good, and uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Um, what else? I said my. Uh, I said my thing about Joel Hanrahan. But there is a uh, little piece of news coming out now. And it's not really new. I I wouldn't say it's uh, particularly news, but Earl Thomas on Twitter uh, said, nothing but respect for Gronkowski. Gronk, one of the best I've lined up against, hoping to see him back on the field sooner than later. Earl Thomas, of course, was the guy who delivered that hit on Gronkowski. Gronk said it was the hardest hit he's ever taken, I think. Let me get the exact quote for you right here.
4: Uh, That was a big hit for sure. Uh, Probably one of the hardest I got hit in my career uh, for sure Uh, by a good good player, good fast player who's like a missile. So it was a good good clean hit, Uh, nothing against it. Uh, Just took it and uh, just knocked the wind out of me a little bit. Uh, that's all. Uh, you ever get the wind knocked out of you, you know what that feels like. Just uh, down for about a minute or two. Uh, you know it's a little tough to breathe, but once you get, once it comes back, you're good.
1: Assuming, of course, the lung wasn't perforated. Now we don't know. Schefter said it was, and Rappaport doubled down saying it was. It my truth is probably somewhere. In, I don't know. I mean, it's either it was or it wasn't at this point. But I don't really care. I think the the main thing that we can take from all this is that he's not going to play this weekend. And the reason why I think that is because he was scheduled to have an EA Sports Conference or something today in New York. Didn't go because, according to Jeff Howe of the Boston Herald, team didn't want him flying. And if they don't want you flying, that means lungs probably not at 100%. So I would expect him not to fly to San Francisco on Sunday or Saturday or whenever they go. Um, it seems more like uh, more likely anyway that they will play this uh, upcoming game against the Niners and Colin Kaepernick without Rob Gronkowski. And frankly, I think they could play this game against the Niners, uh, the game uh, on the 27th against the Jets, and even the one on December 4th against the L.A. Rams. Those are your next three matchups. They could win all three of those games without Gronk. They could win all three of those games probably without Tom Brady, if we're being honest with ourselves here. Jimmy Garoppolo came out and QB'd those three games. I'd say they probably win all three. But that's just because those three teams suck horribly. And nothing really else. Um, Earl Thomas, nice of him to tweet that. Although when you, you know, <laughs> even even though it seemed like his heart's in the right place, there's always sort of been the bad, yeah, I hope you get back out on the field soon, champ. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, I collapsed one of your lungs. Not like you said sorry, but there's always a little bit of that. It's not like there was a uh, Patrice O'Neal bit about how when he played football, they would, like, paralyze a kid on the other team, take his socks off, and wrap the socks around their helmets, and they'd go into the next game, and they'd go, oh, man, those are those guys who put the socks on their heads <laughs> They'd be taking everybody's socks. It's not like that's happening out there. But there's you know, maybe still a little tiny bit of that. Um, when Murph gets here, I want to ask him his thoughts on this Dougie Hamilton on the trade block thing because I saw him angrily tweeting about it today. Uh, Dougie Hamilton on the trade block. I hadn't heard that, but I guess it was common knowledge. Um, I don't know why anybody would want to trade for Dougie Hamilton. So far this year, he's been uh, pretty awful, and they want him out. So, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a real – Hamilton has two goals and six points so far this year, and they all came in five games. He's a minus 10 in his last four games. And with the Flames, uh, he's recorded 14 goals and 49 points in 98 games as a 4-D man. As a 4-D man in Calgary. Ugh. I know people sort of point to the fact that the Bruins don't have much on the blue line. And look at that Hamilton thing. They made the right choice there. You know, the Patriots' secondary isn't very good right now, but they were right to trade Darrell Revis. Same thing with Hamilton. They didn't trade Darrell Revis, but you get my J. You know, they, they were right to move on from him. And this Hamilton thing? I mean, forget about the fact that he had this weird obsession with his brother playing on the team, but he also isn't good. I mean, he's not hes not even trying, it doesn't seem like. And there was always sort of a mental question with him, but now it's, I don't know. I I hope the Bruins stay far away from that. I don't think there's any reason to try and make that work again. Murph, what do you think? Murph's still plugging in. Still plugging in. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry for yelling earlier, by the way. It's all right. My food wasn't here. I was cranky. I was in here by myself. Thank you, and it's okay. Okay. See, bros can do this. Bros can apologize. I'd hug you, but, you know, <laughs> on the air and all. Boundaries. Uh, why all are you right. so mad about the Dougie Hamilton thing?
6: I'm not mad. I just think it's funny. It's. Hockey Night in Canada acting like they broke some (laughs) new news on Saturday. And uh, Elliot Freeman and Nick great, great people in the business, do their job and well-respected. And I'm sure they have very reliable sources. But my reliable sources told me that he was available at the draft. Mm. And, uh, you know, that Brian Burke was not happy with that trade when it was made at all. Uh, He did not like what they gave up for it amazingly, ironically, because here in Boston – People thought they got too little, being that it was all picks. All right, so they, they, they the bodies. trade they
1: got got him uh, Senishin and uh Carlson, right? forsbacher Carlson. Correct. Okay.
6: And, I mean, uh, we're and still guy. I forget his name. There, oh, right? and
1: Jeremy, what's his name? The
6: weird guy that was not even on the board. He was like, yeah, Jeremy Low- Lousen or something. But well, Lousen. Lousen, yeah, Lousen. No, Lousen's a good. Who's the one that wasn't on the board forever? Senishin.
1: Yeah, Senishin. Or as Pete Shepard called him, Shinny Shin Shin, <laughs> and that is a fact. That's what he called him after he was drafted. Um, Senishin right now is uh, with the in the Ontario Hockey League. Lousen is in a QMJHL. T help me out. QMJHL. Yes, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Oh, right, that one. Yes. Yep. And uh, Forsbacka Carlson is on the BU Terriers right now. So far, he has two goals and nine points in nine games, uh, doing well with the Terriers. Um.
6: So I guess the question is, did this trade work out for anyone? <laughs> I mean, is anyone? Well, I mean, it's yet to be seen. I think on the Bruins side, right, because they're all prospects. They're all, but prospects, in terms of Calgary yeah, okay. right now, the I, prospects I'd be upset seem if kind was... of far away, don't they? Yeah, but I'd be upset if I was Calgary too. I, Definitely, I think that there was a lot of. I think Dougie Hamilton's a great offensive defenseman. I don't think he has hardly any skill in his own end. He doesn't have any skill on offense this year either. Well, he yeah, and that's why I think they're so frustrated right now, and that's why if I was Brian Burke and Brad Treveling, I would be pretty upset with this trade at this point. But it's, you know, they were offering him around at the draft, and people laughed at me when I tweeted that. No, and you're
1: right. And what's sort of sadly ironic about all this, Murph, is that I think <laughs> if he hadn't come from the Bruins, the Bruins would probably trade for him. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. The Bruins are so desperate for, yeah. a, for a young they, D-man they that fix. they would trade and hope to, to God that he turns it around. Yeah. But since that's the team he came from, no way. No, there's no way it's happened. But that's probably the only team. Like, Think about it. What other uh, team? I mean, the
6: Pittsburgh Penguins might go after. Do you think they'd be? Yeah. Mm, maybe. Buffalo Sabres, teams like that that are you know could use a nice puck mover. But he's just, from everything I was told, he's not liked. In the dressing room. And that's two straight cities now. Yeah. Where there's been a lot of issues in the dressing room there in team chemistry. I mean, you know, Joe Haggerty reported it that his parents were calling Peter Chiarelli to complain about playing time. Really? Like this was Pee Wee Hockey or something. <clears throat> they this were is calling Schiarelli? Yeah. Wow. And Chiarelli came into the locker room without naming him and yelled at the team and said, if anyone's parents have trouble with playing time, well, then whoever that is can go back to Pee Wee Hockey. Cause we'll play you as much or as wow. little as we want here. This is the wow. pros.
1: I can't believe that. Yeah, that's amazing.
6: It's pretty embarrassing too.
1: Was that on behind the B or anything, or is that a Murph exclusive right there?
6: That, no, that was a Joe Haggerty exclusive. Oh, that was a Joe
1: Haggerty exclusive. Yeah, okay, it that is a, Wow. Yeah. The parents called to tell him about. Wow, it's amazing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I mean, that still happens. Like past 16 years old in you know high school, I mean? that's embarrassing. Yeah. In I mean, the right? You, imagine your peers hearing that. He Hello, a- Peter.
3: This is Helga and
6: <laughs>
1: Helga and Olaf Hamilton. We want more playing time for Douglas. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that accent was. Uh, we yeah, have to then- get the. To- well, what do you have coming up today? By the way. Uh,
6: I mean, we'll-, <laughs> we'll talk some Bruins with Mick Colaggio. Okay. We we're unable to get him yesterday. I had phone issues. Uh, we're going to talk some Celtics with our own Sean Sindel uh, of ESPN New Hampshire. Excellent. Uh, Eric Edholm of the Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports will join us to talk Patriots and the NFL. Probably talk about Jared Goff scheduled now to get mm. his first start. I'm pretty excited about that.
1: Yes, that is—well, uh, we'll see. I mean, this is going to tell us a lot about what this game in three weeks is going to well, be like. Well, you
6: know, you look at that— I
1: think. I mean, listen, he couldn't beat out Case Keenum in the preseason. I don't have really high hopes was for Was it
6: that he couldn't beat him out, or was it that they, they just wanted to take their time?
1: Well, I guess, but you know, you pick a guy number one overall, and I don't know. I mean— Oh, maybe they didn't have big, more big plans for right? him this year. Carson Wentz, I mean, he's started right away. I'll tell you what, right if away. that team
6: could ever find offense, they'd be a dangerous team. They're a good defense, sure. That defense could shut down the Patriots, I'll tell you that. I think they could. The problem is they can't score. Right. Uh, okay, so that's coming up on the stretch run, and now it's
1: time for Can I Finish? Can I
6: Finish? Can I Finish? Can I Finish? Can I Finish? Can I Finish? Please,
1: can I Finish? Pull your head back. I your question unless you let me finish.
5: Hold it there, cracker boy. I'm not finished.
1: This has to be quick, but uh, this happened Southern Illinois, Arizona. Head coach Barry Henson.
2: Well, just listen. Here before, were
3: surprised by the atmosphere tonight? Crowd atmosphere size.
2: Yeah. You want me to be honest? Yeah. That's not an Arkansas crowd. <laughs> That's not Razorback crowd. Now, you want me to get on your crowd? Because here's what I'll tell you. I've been in here. Been in here with Coach. As a matter of fact, I didn't get a chance to see Coach tonight. I was disappointed because I wanted to see Coach. But I've been in here. You guys know when I was in here and I told our guys when they bring that damn Arkansas flag out with three minutes to go in a game and you're yelling your ass off and they can't hear you, that's what it's all about.
1: It goes on. I don't have time for it now, but he basically screams for everybody to get their ass back in the gym because everyone left. They left because Arkansas beat them by 25 points. That's why. And that's our show. Uh, i be back tomorrow with King. Talk to you then. Stay tuned for Murph.
3: Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? Well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, window treatments, and especially wallpaper and flooring. They offer wall coverings for your commercial, designer, and residential properties and work with top brands to give you the floor that you're looking for. Find out more at
0: NashuaPaint.com.
4: This is the famous Budweiser beer,
0: brewed with the choicest ingredients since 1876.